So today, we're talking about giving. And, we're, and giving, a lot of times when you hear a preacher talking about giving, here we go. Listen, we already took the offering, so you don't have to worry about that. It's not giving as far as we're trying, it has nothing to do with you giving to the church. It has to do with a heart that thinks about others. That's what it has to do. It has a heart to think about other people, to look beyond ourselves and look at others and how we can be a blessing to others. And we're not talking about just giving as far as a financial thing. You know, you can give just a listening ear to someone. If you'll take time to just stop your journey and help someone on theirs just by being there for them. Or, or just, some t- just giving someone some time. You know, hey, can I, can I help you with that? I know you got a lot going. Can I just, can I help you? There's a lot of different ways of giving, but giving, giving comes from your heart. It comes from something inside of you that it's, it's this place of generosity where you just, you just think of other people and how you can be a blessing. God is the greatest giver ever, and he gave the greatest gift. Look at John three sixteen. This is how God loved the world. What's the next two words? He gave. That's how God loved us. That's how he showed his love for us, is he gave. Now you can read the rest and know that what he gave was very valuable. It was his only son. Jesus, his only son that he gave. So that everyone who will believe in him will not perish but have everlasting life. So your, your everlasting life did not come from anything you did. It came from God because of his love giving to you and to me. For God so loved the world, he gave. He gave. And he gave, he gave a very, very valuable gift of his only son. Now we're going to talk about this later on, but you know, there's... There is um, things that happen when you give. Things for you, things for others. Because of the gift that God gave, we all have eternal life. Because God gave. That gift that he gave changed the world. So we being able to receive that and understand that means what? Uh, that's, where, that's, where, that's where it all started. That's where when you think about giving, you have to start there, that God gave. Because he loves you. He's crazy about you. So he gave. Look at Romans 10, verse 12. Jew and Gentile are the same in this respect. They have the same Lord who gives generously to all who call on him. So we have a God who gives. There's so many more scriptures about God giving. I brought these two out. Just to demonstrate, when we talk about giving, we're not talking about something we're trying to do to prove something. We're talking about being like God. Ephesians 5, verse 1 in the New Living says this, Be imitators of God, dear children. In other words, imitate God. If I was to tell you know, someone, hey, imitate me, they're going to come up here and they're going to be like, okay, and they're going to do what I do. Right? Because they're gonna they're gonna imitate me. They're gonna they're gonna try to mock exactly what I do. Okay? And so uh, me and Zach have this little 
running joke. There's be times where I'll 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 be making something or cutting something, and Zach's over there going, you know, making fun of me. I'm like, are you mocking me? He's like, yep. And then he'll say something. I'll like, he's like, are you mocking me? I'm like, yep. And that's what we're doing. We just I'm just doing what he does and copying him or he'll copy me. It's just this fun thing that we do. And we did it this morning on the way to get a biscuit. Uh, and so I'm driving. And I look over and Zach's going. <laughs> and he's just cracking up laughing. And that's, that's part of the fun that me and Zach have. Um, but you know what it is? It's that is when you're doing what the other person does. And even though it's funny that when it comes to God, we are supposed to imitate God. So if God loves, so he gives, then if we're going to walk in love, part of that is going to come in giving. And again, don't automatically go to money. Go to time. Go to your talents. Go to whatever. Go just, just being a giver, just thinking of other people. That's what God did for us. That's what we should do as we imitate, imitate God. So here's what the Bible says about godly people. Look at Psalms 112. Verses 4 and then verse 9. Light shines in, in the darkness for the godly because they are generous and compassionate and righteous. They're generous. Verse 9. They share freely. They give generously to those in need. So they don't just give, but how do they give? Generously. They give generously to those in need. Their good deeds will be remembered forever. They will have influence and honor. Let's go to the next verse, Proverbs 21, verse 26. This is the main verse that's in your notes. Some people are always greedy for more. How many know people like that? You don't have to raise your hand. How many of you are people like that? Don't raise your hands. But the godly, what do the godly love to do? See, the more you connect to God, this is what will happen. It's not the godly need to learn to give. No, the godly love to give. The more godly and connected to God you are, the more you're going to love to give. The more you're going to love to give. The more you're going to think about people who, who need encouragement. And think about something simple. You know, this is what Zach has helped me with growing up. Do you know how many people Zach blesses just by being there? I mean, he just, he, he smiles at everybody. Zach doesn't have a bad day. He, I mean, when you, when you see Zach, he will smile. And, and, and sometimes, think about that, just a smile. You know, if things get crazy, you go somewhere, the line's crazy, the lady at the register, everybody's like, come on. No one's, you know, everybody's rushing her. Everybody's like, oh, Jesus, double coupon days don't take forever. You know, you just, but you'd be surprised sometimes when you go up there and, hey, how are you? And you just smile. You'd be surprised how that lifts someone up. Just a smile. Not a sarcastic, thank you. Not that, like about time, you know. Not that, but a genuine smile that just connects. Uh, you're doing a good job. I know you got a lot on you. That's all. Simple. Matter of fact, do me a favor. Everybody, look to your neighbor and smile. Just like, really, smile. Smile. Now look to the other side and smile. Okay, look. I didn't tell anybody to laugh. I said smile. And laughter just erupts. Why? Because it's contagious. 
Joy is like, it really is. Laughter is like medicine. If you can just bring a little joy to somebody, you're going to totally begin a process of helping them just live their life. Just by something simple, just a smile. A literal smile. Turn to the person behind you and smile. <laughs> You're looking at the back of their head. <laughs> Got ya! All right, let's keep going. I'm sorry, that was a youth pastor in me that just went that. All right, 1 Timothy 6, verse 17 through 19. Teach those who are rich in this world not to be proud and not to trust in their money, which is so unreliable. Their trust should be in God who richly gives, again, here's God, who richly gives us all that we need for our enjoyment. Then listen to this. Here's what he says. Tell them, so the people, you're, you're, you're instructing them and telling them, use your money to do good. They should be, they, they should be rich in good works and generous to those in need, always being ready to share with others. By doing this, they will store up their treasures as a good foundation for the future so that many may, so that, so they may experience true life. So again, when you think of the wealthy, I'm not, listen, sometimes we think of wealthy like people have just tons and tons and tons of money. Can I just tell you, worldwide, you're in the wealthy side. When you compare this world, the entire world, you are wealthy. If you have one dollar more than what you need, you're wealthy in the world standards. So it's not about a certain amount that makes you wealthy. It's the fact that you have what you need and you have something that you can help others. So, so we have to understand that. Look at Ephesians 4.28. I, I, when I first read this, I, I, I kind of like, well, it's not really what I'm saying, but it is. I'm going to paraphrase a little bit. But it says, if you're a thief, quit stealing. Okay? If you, listen, that, if you are here and you're a thief, Really, quit stealing. Like, I'm seriously, quit stealing. That's not good. Thou shalt not steal. All right? But here's what I felt like the Lord was kind of showing me. If you're always looking for something to get, and it's always about you taking from people, taking time, taking resources, taking money, taking, it's always about you receiving, you receiving, you receiving. Then I think this same thing applies to say, hey, don't just be about that. Stop. Use your hands to work hard and give generously. Think about other people. Don't be that person who's always taking, but be the one who's willing to give. Now, don't get me wrong. Will there be times where you need, you're in need? Yes. And you need to be able to receive from people who would give. But there's also that point in time where you can't just live your whole life about you receiving. Sometimes in your life it needs to be about giving. And I say this a lot, but this, I really believe in this principle if you do it from your heart. If you have a need, sow a seed. Because when you will give, God will take care of you. The Bible says he gives seed to the sower. He gives seed to the sower. And, I, and again, this, I'm no way bragging because it's all about God. But I am telling you this because I, I promise you 100% giving works. And you don't give to get. 
That's not giving. You give to give. That's why you give. Because you're, you are a giver. But God does reward you for giving. But that's not the motivation. I, 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 had, I knew somebody one time. They straight up told me, listen, I give so I can get. And I was like, then you're not giving. You're exchanging. <laughs> you, I'll give you this as long as I get this. That's not giving. Giving doesn't, listen, that's like at Christmas saying, hey, I got you something. Oh, you didn't get me nothing? Okay. <laughs> no, giving is when you give something to somebody, and that's all it is. No strings attached. Just want to bless you. And when we planted this church over eight years ago, the Lord spoke to me that we will be a giving church. Not only will we tithe to our denomination, what we're supposed to, not only will we support missions, we give a percentage of everything that comes in to the missionaries we support in Thailand. It's the same percentage. We don't adjust it. It's the same. Everything that comes in, this percentage goes to Thailand. And then every council meeting we have, and in eight years, well, the first year we, we didn't really have a council because we were just starting out. So in seven years of a council, having council every month, so 12 council meetings a month, we had 84 council meetings in seven years. And every one of those, we end this way. Where are we going to give? Who are we going to sow into? What ministry are we going to bless? What family are we going to help? And can I tell you, we have been faithful to give every month. And even if, if in the council meeting, if we don't have exactly, a, like we, nothing's really standing out, sometime that month, something will come up, we'll say this is where we're going to do it. There was one time we gave $2,500 to a ministry. Two weeks later, we got a check for 25000 Now, did we do it for that? No, or we would have wrote another one that day. Hey, man, that worked, y'all. Write a bunch of, you know, that's not it. That's not it. Because it always doesn't come back in, in money. It can come back in different ways. But can I tell you, we've, in a, in a church our size, you know, we're not talking about, you know, we're not talking about a million people. We're not talking about thousands and thousands of people. We're talking about a church our size. And we're, we, we are so blessed. We are so blessed. Because we've been faithful to do what God has asked us to do. And here's, here's what I promise you. When you begin to give, you can't help but keep doing it. It feels so good. And it is so amazing how God has blessed us as a church because of that giving. We, we've given, you know, uh, you, know you, you guys know with Stephen and April in Thailand, we bought the land, $25,000. We bought it for them. And, and, and you would, I'm telling you, our meetings, we're not like, oh, boy, do we do it? We're like, we, we prayed, and we all felt it was right. There was no questions. There was no disagreements. There was no counsel like, well, let's really think this over. No, it was like, let's do it. Let's just do it. Now, I'll, I'll tell you this. Don't write a faith check. If you don't have it, don't write it. Because if you miss it, <laughs> you've caused a lot of problems for a lot of people. But we, we knew the Lord said do it. We did it. We've blessed pastors. We've blessed churches. 
you know, and every time we get something, you know, if you were here when we first started the church, we got these Thrive Cups, and we had all these things where I thought, we'll just sell these, and it'll just help offset some of the, and the first Sunday we had them back there, and I was like, hey, if you haven't got a cup yet, just take them. Everybody just take it. We've never sold anything as a church. Even sound equipment we weren't using, we gave away. I mean, anything, we're not, we're not eBay and stuff. We're not Craigslist and stuff. We're not whatever. We're just like, here, take it. If, it. if it'll bless you, take it. And God has always blessed us. And I'm, I'm just telling you this because I would never encourage you to do something if, 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 if I didn't think that it was right and if I didn't know that it'll work. It brings so much joy to you, not just to the people that you bless. It brings joy to you to be a blessing. So that's the godly people, they give. Now the root of giving, I said this earlier, the root of giving is love. God so loved the world that he gave. Do you remember in Luke, in Luke 10, the good Samaritan, right before that story is told, Jesus has talked to the disciples and, and, and the people are asking him about the, the you know, uh, what, you know, the law and whatever. He says, this is what it all sums up in this. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind and your strength. And love your neighbor as yourself. And then they said, well, who is our neighbor? And then he tells the story of the Good Samaritan. So this story is, is the, the illustration of loving God with all your heart, soul, mind and strength and loving your neighbor as yourself. That's what this story is illustrating. And in this story of love, you see a, a guy who's hurt, and a priest and a temple assistant. They, they walk right past him. And this third one, a Samaritan who's already labeled and, and, and the one that you wouldn't expect, he's the one that goes over, crosses over to the side that he's on. The other one's went around him. He goes over there. He takes care of him. He gets him bandaged up. He takes him to a place where he can stay. He pays for everything. And he says, listen, I'll be back if there's even more that he needs, and I'll cover it. In other words, he gives to this one who's hurting. That's the story of how God says, this is how you love your neighbor. When someone's hurting or someone needs a little bit, they need to be lifted up. They need to be encouraged. Then that's what loving your neighbor is about. And that love did show itself in not only being there and giving time. It took time. But also took even financially. There was the, the finance part of it too. That he paid to help the other person. Because that's, that's part of what love does. And then look at uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verses 1 and 2. Now I want you to know, dear brothers and sisters, what God in his kindness has done through the churches in Macedonia. They are being tested by many troubles. And they are very poor. But, remember that. They're being tested. They're poor. They're struggling. Things are, they're, they're facing some things. They're being tested. But they're filled with abundant joy. That joy comes from God. And what does that joy result in? Which has overflowed in rich generosity. And see, sometimes if, we, if we're not careful, we think, okay, we look at giving something. We, you know, we're in a good mood. Hey, it's Christmas time. I'll just be a little blessing for you. Merry Christmas. You know, but can I tell you, even in difficult times, there is the ability for you to have so much joy in your walk with Jesus that even in your troubled, difficult, poor times, you can still be a blessing and you can still give generously. 
to those in need. It's all, it's, all, it's all connected to your walk with God. It's all connected to the love of God that is in you and then will flow through you. And see, we're trained just naturally in the world we live in. We're trained to think about us. We're trained to live life looking at us. We're trained to think how that would affect us. I said this last week, I think, but, you, you know, if we took a big picture of all of us as a church family and then we sent it to all of you, the first person you would look for in that picture is who? You. It's the first thing you do. Where's me? That, you know, so we're trained that way. You don't have to, listen, for those who have little kids, you don't, or even big kids, they were little at one time. So you don't have to teach them to be selfish. Not one person have I, do I know or have ever known that said, yeah, it took me forever. I think I finally got my kid to be selfish. I mean, we've had to stay consistent. No, that comes normal. What we have to teach is to not be selfish. What we have to teach is to share. I never taught my kids not don't share. They learned that on their own. Hey, let me have that. No! Who taught you that? So what do we have to do? We have to train and teach our children what's right because inherently what's happened is they they have this selfish thing that that's what they grow up with. That's why it's important, I'll say this carefully, but you need to discipline your children. You need to teach them and train them. If you leave it up to them, they're not going to know how to share. They're not going to know how to be generous because it's not built in them. It has to be trained. So, again, that's, that's part of understanding in us. We have to go against this thought that we're always thinking of us and how everything affects us. Don't get me wrong. You have to love your neighbor as yourself. You still have to value you. You still have to take care of you. But at the same time, you, life isn't just about you. God wants to use you. He doesn't want to just bless you, but he wants to bless you so you can bless others. So I'm not saying that you're sacrificing you all the time and, and you don't enjoy anything. I'm saying, look, God wants you to live life and enjoy it. We read a scripture that God gives generously for you for your enjoyment. He blesses you. But in turn, we do want to also think about other people in our journey or people we come across that we can help, and it's, and it's important to do so. Look at uh, Matthew 6, 19 through 21. Don't store up treasures here on earth where moths eat them and rust destroys them and where thieves break in and steal. But store your treasures in heaven where moths and rust cannot destroy and thieves do not break in and steal. Then listen to this verse. Wherever your treasure is, there the desire of your heart will be also. So where your treasure is, there your heart is. A lot of people say where your heart is, your treasure is. This is saying where your treasure is, that's where the desires of your heart will be. So if you want to know where the desires of your heart are, look where your treasures go. And, and that's one way that you can begin to see, you know what? If I'm constantly doing all this for me, then, then this is the desire of my heart. But, it, but, but if I want my heart, listen, your heart's going to follow your treasure. So sometimes when you, when, you, when you begin to put your 
energy and time and connecting with God and, and serving God and doing things that he wants you to do and being used by God and being a blessing, you're going to find that, that it changes you. It changes you. So I, I'm encouraging you as you walk through this, pray and ask the Lord to help you. No, Lord, I want my heart to be in the right place and I want my treasure to line up. I want my heart to line up with my treasure. I want, I want to make sure that I'm putting my treasure where I want my heart. Making sure those things line up. Acts 20, verse 35. And I have been in constant examples of how you can help those in need by working hard. This first part of this verse is saying, look, your giving isn't just about money, but even by helping people, even by working to help people. If it's just a you know, hey, someone needs help. I remember one time my neighbor came over there. He was trying to move a TV from upstairs, and he just come over and said, hey, man, can you, can you help me move this TV down real quick for my house? Yes. That's a simple, it's a simple way of giving. You know, I didn't, I didn't say, yeah, uh, I didn't invoice him the next day, you know, $25 plus 100 pain and suffering, and my back's kind of tweaked a little. I mean, I didn't do any of that. It was just, no, man, that's, that's what we do. I can help you. He can help. We can, you, can, you can do that. It's, it's, so it's not just money. It's, not, it's just even simple things like just lend a hand if they need something. Help them. And then it says this, you should remember the words of the Lord Jesus. Again, the words of who? Jesus. Now, here's what Jesus said. It is more blessed to give than to receive. Don't that sound crazy? All right. How many of you? Remember, when you were little, you remember Christmas. I mean, you were like, that's how you, I remember every, I remember Christmas, I would just, I'd, I'd, I'd walk by the tree and I'd take that box and mm, wonder what I got. I could care less what anybody else got. I just want to know what, what am I getting. And you know, you start, maybe you didn't, but I, I was one of three boys. And there'd be times, you know, I'd, my parents would pass out the gifts or whatever. And, you know, Dale would have five little stacked gifts and Dave would have five little stacked gifts and I'd have three stacked gifts. And I'd be like, three and five and five. Why do I got three? And, you know, I mean, it was like, you start thinking, like, is someone getting more than me? Like, you know, and it's all about me. And all of a sudden, as I matured, some of you may still wonder, when was that? Like, when did that happen? But as I got older and matured and I got married and I had kids, you know what? I went from this Christmas morning of wanting to know what I'm getting and, and thinking I hope I'm getting good stuff and, you know, and, and I, I don't want the same box of T-shirts and underwear and stupid stuff. That's clothes. That's not Christmas. I should get that in August if I need it. Right, that's back to school stuff. I need toys and games and money and whatever. So that's how I was. But you know how it is that when I was a parent and I got older and I matured a little bit? I'm getting up anxious about the look on my kids' face when they open theirs. Now I'm anxious about what Patty thinks when she opens hers or, or whatever. Now I'm like, hey, watch this. I mean, the, he... He is going to go crazy when he sees it. The joy of, like, giving is so much greater 
than the joy of receiving. It doesn't mean you're not appreciative and you don't enjoy to receive. It just means giving kicks it up a notch. Giving is just like, wow, that was fun. And I would much rather be on the giving in than on the receiving in. And that's what happens with spiritual growth. You're going to find that as we grow, you're less about what am I getting? And you're more about watch how I can bless this person. Watch the joy on their face that I'm able to help bring because of how God has blessed me. That's what, that's what the giving is. And then the rewards are giving. You know, we can talk about these quickly, but 2 Corinthians 9, 6 through 12. A farmer who plants a few seeds will get a small crop, but the one who plants a generous will get a generous crop. You must each decide in your heart how much to give and don't give reluctantly or in response to pressure. For God loves a person who gives what? Cheerfully. So, so even this, when we talk about the, you know, let's say that this was just a one, I mean, a one in a million. This is the only pen like this on the face of the earth. I mean, it's got Thrive Worship Center on it. I mean, it's red and black, just perfect, nice, shiny silver. I mean, it is the only pen like this. Now, I know it's not. There are a bunch of them out there. But let's just say this was it. And let's say I just really wanted to bless Chris because he loves unique pins, right? How would it feel if I went to Chris and said, here, take the thing, man. Gosh. It's the only one I got. Now you just take it. Fine. You can have it. You want it. You can have it. That doesn't bless Chris. doesn't bless me either. You know what a cheerful giver does? See, when I gave, I multiplied it. Now there's two. Praise the Lord. It happened so fast, y'all. I'm just telling you. It, you reap sparingly when you sow sparingly. So, but you can just go up and say, hey, man, listen, I know you love pins. And I know, I know that, uh, that you've never had one of these before. And I know you like pins more than anyone I know. And, man, I just want to bless you with this pin. I mean, I, I found this, and you were the first person I thought of. I was like, Chris would love that pin. So here, man. Appreciate you, man. You're welcome, buddy. You just go write all you want now, right? It's, there's something different about when you're excited about giving and when you're cheerful. It just it makes a difference. It really does make a difference in your life when you can be cheerful about it. Proverbs 11, verse 24 and 25. Give freely, become more wealthy, be stingy, lose everything. Your choice. Uh, the, the generous will prosper. Listen to this. Those who refresh others, themselves will be what? Refreshed. When you bless others, I'm telling you, you are going to be blessed. Where we are as a church is because of God's faithfulness, but it was because of our obedience to give. And I tell churches, when they say, man, how in the world did you, a church your size, get this, land here, buy this, how are you blessing this, how are you? We have blessed churches bigger than us because we have it. And we're able to say, here, we want to be a blessing to you. We want to help you. We've bought chairs for churches that didn't have chairs. We've, we've done things, and it's so fulfilling even this last month, we had a few different ministries, different people and needs, and even pastors that we put up on the whiteboard in our council meeting. And the first way was just, do we want who, 
which one do we want to give to or do we want to give to all of them? And we gave it to all of them. Instead of just saying, all right, where are we giving? It was like, well, this is a real need and this is a real need and this is a real need and what if we just meet them all? And the council's like, that's what we do. Let's do it. And we blessed many different ministries. Why? Because you know what? It's, it's natural. We don't even look. Listen, we give all the council, they have all the uh, financial reports of every penny that comes in and out of the church. They see everything. And we don't look saying, well, let's see what we can do. Uh, we, could probably, we could probably help them. Uh, no, we don't do that. You know what we do? What's the Lord saying? God's told us to be a blessing. Let's bless them. Let's bless them. And we do. And I've told you this before, but remember when we, we did that $25,000 to uh, Stephen and April for their land? Um, I'll never forget it because it's happened more than once as far as similar type things. But I'll never forget, we, you know, that's a big check to write. I mean, that's a big check. And, and, and we, we write it. It goes, and then the next council meeting, one month later, the, one of the council members says, when are we going to write that check to Stephen and April? Because the books shows that we, didn't, we ain't missing anything. What they didn't know is the check was already out. The money was already gone. We, I'm telling you, it was like as soon as it goes out, it comes right back in. Because God promised us, I'll give seed to the sower. I want to bless people, and if you'll let me use you, I'll give you what you need to be a blessing. And he has, and he's been very, very faithful. And it brings us so much joy in our council meetings. So much joy to say, man, we get the opportunity to do this. That's, that's pretty awesome. And then Proverbs 22, verse 9 Blessed are those who are generous because they feed the poor. Blessed are those who are generous. And then Luke 6, 38, give and you will receive. It's not the motivation behind it, but it's the result of it. But it's not the motivation of why you do it. You do it because it's who you are. The godly love to give. But you will receive. God will take care of you. It will come back to you. He will bless you. Now, I understand that for a lot of people, I, 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 think, we ha I think people give. I, I'm not saying that none of you give. or you know, I think we all give to a degree. But I do think that there are opportunities that we have every day to give something. And so this, this, is, what, this is what I want to do today. I'm going to ask you to get that stuff. Okay. I have $10 for every person in here. And here's, here's the rules. Ushers, you can go ahead and pass them out. It does, you know, if, if, as far as if you're under the age of, you know, I mean, youth and up, you can, you can handle this. Little kids, uh, probably, probably not a good idea. Um, <laughs> unless parents are going to be, unless you're going to be really on board with them and help them through this. Uh, but here's what we're going to do. So before, before, you, before you do anything, 
Matter of fact, hold on to them real quick before you pass them out. Let me give you the instructions of what this is for. Okay? So everybody look at me. Everybody's like, 10 bucks. Bring it. Bring it. All right, just, just wait. Listen to me. Here's the rule. We are giving you $10 to bless somebody. There's two rules. You can't bless your spouse and your spouse bless you and y'all go on a little. It, it ain't for your family, okay? It's for someone else that's not in your circle. It's for someone else. Here's the rule. You have to bless someone else with it. And you cannot say anything about Thrive Worship Center. Not one thing. Because this is not a build up our church ploy. This isn't a what an awesome church I have. Man, my pastor gave me $10 to give to you. Because you know what's going to happen? They're going to come to church next Sunday. I'm getting 10 bucks. They pay people to go there. No. Listen, it ain't about us getting credit. It's not about us doing it. That takes giving away. That's not giving if we want to, you know, take credit for it. It's about you being able to bless somebody with no strings attached, with no hidden agenda. It's just God loves you. Just wanted to bless you. Your coffee's on me today. Your Chick-fil-A combo meal, whatever, it's on me today. You can, as a family, you can put all your money together and bless another family if you go to lunch today. You can do whatever you want, but be a blessing. And you're going to see how that blesses you that you're going to end up taking your 10 bucks later and doing it again. But we're going to give you seed to sow. I, I, I'm just telling you, we did this one other time a long time ago, and the stories were incredible. One family, uh, they went and they, they helped. They were at lunch, and there was another family that was sitting there having a meal. And this family said, let's put all our money together and buy their meal. And that's what they did. And the waitress went over and didn't tell them who just said your meal's been taken care of. And this family was emotional. They were, it was amazing. They, they were at a point where they just needed a little bit of, you're going to be okay. And there's something about this joy of giving. And you can, you know what, listen, as long as your heart is right, it's okay. You don't have to like, you know, Sometimes it might be hard to hide it. You know, I'm not saying that you have to, it has to be inconspicuous. I mean, you can go up to someone and say, man, I just want to bless you. You can do that. But keep your heart right. Because you're going to find that sometimes even in giving, you know, when you, when you have your $10 and you don't want to be like, look at me. Hey, y'all, I'm uh, doing something great here. You guys see what I'm doing? Listen, you know why I can tell you that? Because I struggled with it. One time, I went to, uh, I don't know, maybe it was Chick-fil-A or somewhere. I don't remember what it was. And, and uh, I said, I'm going to pay for the people behind me. Little did I know, there was 27 people in a little car. <laughs> I mean, I have no idea. They get a to-go order for the football team. I don't know what it is. But it was a little bit more than what I thought I was going to be paying. So I'm trying to be a blessing, and it turned into a curse. <laughs> I'm like, God, you're killing me, you know. But here's what happened. Here's what happened. I blessed them. I did it. And you know what I did? This place in me, 
that I noticed later is if I'm being really honest, there was something in me that wanted credit. There was something in me that made me drive a little slower when I left the parking lot. I'm being honest. I'm serious. It's sad. It is sad. It's very sad. This was a long time. This wasn't like yesterday. So I have grown a little. But there was something in me that I felt like that was such a big thing. Like I wanted, I wanted to feel good about myself. And I found that that giving was still more about me than it was about just letting someone be blessed and leaving it there. But somehow I wanted to still get something out of it. And instead of trying to get it from God, I drove slow enough that those people saw me and waved. And I was like, yeah, you got it. You got it. And they ruined it. It ruined it. So you, be, you give however you want to, but keep your heart right. This is to bless someone else. This isn't to bless you. It's for you to be a blessing. All right? So give it on someone else, not your family, you know, and then you're not allowed to say anything about Thrive. If they follow you around for the next three days and are asking where you go to church, okay, you can say something to get them off your back. But there's no motivation in this that we don't want anything about us. This is about you being a blessing. When this gets into your hand, it's your seed. It's not ours anymore. We're sowing seed to you. Now it's yours. You go sow it. Everybody cool? You get it? All right. All right, go ahead. Pass them out. While they're passing it out, we're gonna we're gonna wrap up and I will say this though, I would love for you if if you know we, we did hear some feedback last time of just how some families were blessed. You know, one one family, I, I don't remember exactly how it happened, but there's something along the line of they they used their money and did all this coupon deals, and for 10 bucks, or it was a couple, so I think for 20 bucks, they bought like $100 worth of groceries because they did all the coupons and all the savings and all that stuff. And then they, then they went out in the parking lot. There was a single mom that pulled up with a couple kids, and when they saw her, they came out with their bags, and they just said, hey, can we give you these groceries? Flipped her out. I mean, just amazed her. That kind of stuff. There's, you, it can, you be unique. You can do whatever you want, but just use it to be a blessing. And if there's, you know, stories to tell just amongst us celebrating, not, you know, again, we don't want to you know, get on Facebook, guess what I did, you know. We don't want that. We just want to celebrate. Man, we encourage people. Share your story with us. Or even here, we share it with others. But just with, we all know what's going on. So we're not getting credit for anything. We're all doing it. But if there's some opportunities, go for it. And, um, and be a blessing.